Welcome to Perspectives. I am your host, David Howard. I am pleased and consider it a privilege to be with you once more. It feels like an eternity since my last podcast, but my time away was necessary in order to understand and consider what it is that God would have me share with you and to lovingly hold fast to faith that he patiently poured into each of you as well. My hope is that in continuing to minister to you, I am found worthy of both your time and your thoughtfulness. As Perspectives returns, I believe it is only fitting to share with you once more an episode from October 10th of 2020, which is simply titled, A Conversation, in which I had the pleasure of sharing with God's faithful and loving servant, the late Dr. Robert L. Fairley of New Hope Missionary Baptist Church in San Bernardino, California, whom the Lord benevolently called home this past August 5th of 2023. He was my pastor, my faith mentor, friend, and so much more, and whom I had the occasion of receiving the incomparable prized treasure of both his grace and wisdom. We would laugh about many things while eating his famous grip bowl or in the midst of him making his renowned sweet potato pies for the holidays. Sometimes it was about something of consequence, such as his time in the Navy and when he had to care for his family that he left behind in Hattiesburg, Mississippi at the age of 14. And at other times we simply laugh about nothing at all while watching his favorite Westerns on television. Amidst the busyness and persistent demand for his time and attention, I am beyond thankful, but rather indebted to God's faithful servant for his fellowship and loving kindness towards me. I admired his integrity and his humility, and irrespective of the enormity of his countless accomplishments, like Jesus, he in no way put on appearances and he was never beyond the reach of our humanity. He would always remind me and caution as he laughed. We did not come here to stay. I have heard others speak of him saying simply, they do not make them like that anymore. I was honored to have him speak at my retirement ceremony. I spent time with him golfing and received more than a few of his cherished books from the expanse of his personal library in which this gentle soul of a man refined and accomplished thought enough of me to impart a wealth of godly insight. He also licensed and ordained me in the ministry and exhibited in word and deed how to preach the gospel and entreat God's people. Not only was he a good shepherd, but he loved everyone unconditionally. Without further delay, please join me in listening as it is my pleasure to introduce to you once again, my pastor, friend, and mentor, Dr. Robert L. Fairley. Welcome to Perspectives. I am your host, David Howard. 
Thank you for joining me once more as I share God's word. I pray that today's podcast speaks to your heart. This week's podcast is titled, A Conversation. Today's podcast is unique as I was presented with a very rare opportunity to have a conversation with the esteemed Dr. Robert L. Fairley, pastor emeritus of New Hope Missionary Baptist Church in San Bernardino, California. Dr. Robert L. Fairley was born in Hadesburg, Mississippi, and as the eldest brother of five siblings, his father, the Reverend Leonard Earl Fairley, was a well-known Southern preacher pastor that delighted in ministering to others as well as serving as an example to his children. Dr. Fairley enlisted in the United States Navy at the age of 14 after his father passed away at the age of 41. It was necessary for him to help provide support for his mother, who was a domestic worker, as well as for his younger siblings. Upon discharge from the Navy, after four years, he settled in Northern California. There he worked in sheet metal production, the Department of Veterans Affairs as a counselor, County of San Mateo in the area of mental health and adult probation. It was during this time he had the pleasure of meeting the former Mary Ann McFadden from Hope, Arkansas. After a period of courtship, they married in 1962. He felt the call of God on his life and entered the ministry in 1960 at St. John Baptist Church in East Palo Alto and was later ordained. Realizing the call to ministry was a call to preparation, he enrolled in San Jose Bible College, later renamed San Jose Christian College, where he was the first African-American to receive a Bachelor of Arts. He went on to enroll in Golden Gate Baptist Theological Seminary in Mill Valley, California, where he received his Master's of Divinity degree and became only the second African-American to graduate with a Doctor of Ministry degree. Dr. Fairley has pastored four churches, three of which he served in a ministerial capacity on two occasions. Second Baptist Church, Redwood City, California, from 1965 to 1968, and again from 1970 to 1978. Forest Park Church in Joliet, Illinois, from 1968 to 1969. St. John Baptist Church, East Palo Alto, California, from 1962 to 1969, and again from 1983 to 1997. And finally, New Hope Missionary Baptist Church in San Bernardino, California, from 1978 to 1983, and again from 1997 to 2016, totaling more than 50 years of ministry. Dr. and Mrs. Fairley are the proud parents of four children, Frederick, Ralph, Michael, and Lori. Three of the four are currently in the ministry today. For over 20 years, they conducted marriage conferences across the country. They also led many travel groups to the Holy Land and other international locations. Although retired from the pulpit, Dr. and Mrs. Fairley continue to mentor young pastors and ministers. 
So Dr. Fairley, I would like to say good morning to you. And first of all, tell you that it is an honor and a privilege to have this opportunity to speak with you and just have this conversation and dialogue. If you would this morning, please take a moment to share with the listening audience today a little bit about yourself. Good morning, David. And to those in the radio land or TV, I greet you in the name of our wonderful Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And I am delighted to have the privilege of sharing with David and the rest of the audience out there something about our lives together, my wife and I, and children. So thank you so much for this podcast. And Dr. Fairley, on a number of occasions over the last few weeks, um, we talked about a number of experiences that you've had, and you've had an opportunity to share your wisdom concerning the gospel. Of note, a particular topic that we talked about specifically was the presence of God. Dr. Fairley, can you describe for the audience what it is that you meant by that? I think, first of all, um, a call to a ministry is a call to preparation. It is extremely important that one prepares oneself to do the very best job possible in ministry if you are to work on God's program, because I consider this as being the elite. The very best that one can do is to be enlisted by God to do something at a local level, in the church, or wherever. Uh, you want to put your best foot forward. And that's what I wanted to do. So I spent many years in education as a result of that. And at the same time, uh, I tried my very best to be the best family person I could be. So that I could do ministry uh, in, a, in a way that would be effective. Okay. And Dr. Fairley, um, we often complicate the view of God, um, but you shared a term with me um, not so long ago about leaving cookies on the bottom shelf. Can you briefly share with us your thoughts in reference to that term of reference that you used? That term came from the idea that we are called not spe specifically to a congregation, but to the world, our ministry is to the world at large. And so as a result, you need to be prepared to share the word and in a clear, simple way that people could understand. And the only way to do that is to make sure that you don't get bogged down in a lot of theological ideas and that you make the word simple and plain as our Lord Jesus Christ did. And that meant that uh, the word must be at the level so that even a child could understand it. And so this is what I mean by putting the cookies on the bottom shelf so that everybody could get some and be fulfilled as a result. That means that um, uh, it, it should be well, uh, well, um, exit, the word must be well exegeted and with adequate illustrations so that everyone could understand exactly what one might be trying to say. And as you all are aware, as far as the audience is concerned, Dr. and Mrs. Fairley, although retired from the pulpit, remain just as busy as they ever were, serving as mentors to hundreds of young men and women across the globe. Um, Dr. Fairley, can you describe what that mentorship means to you? Oh, it means everything to me because uh, early on I came to realize that a call to ministry is a call to preparation. 
And um, uh, for me, it means being able to assist other young preachers uh, at the level I was at at one time and uh, to help them uh, be in, encouraged to go to school, to get all the training they could, and to either become a part of the local church in ministering or a part of the community and carrying out evangelism or working in one of the places that God might have called that person to do so. So, uh, and, and do so in an effective way that uh, the word of God could be shared and preached. I, I'm not sure there's anything more important than the word of God, the propagation of the gospel of Jesus Christ, uh, followed by a life that exemplifies what our Lord tried to do while on planet Earth. So I wanted to in, I wanted to engage young men in doing the very job possible to use all of their faculties and all of their abilities uh, for the purpose of sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. He has given us everything. So as a result, we need to give something back to him. Okay, and Dr. Fairley, um, and this is in reference to you and Mrs. Fairley. Um, can you explain to the audience um, what the value is and the importance is of the two of you being a team? It's, from the very beginning, we knew that we needed to be a team in order to do the kind of ministry that God wanted us to do. As a result, uh, we have uh, four children, and we wanted to train those children in the way that God would be pleased and he could use them uh, in, in any way that he so chooses. So three of our four children are now active in ministry and they've gone on to get uh, um, uh, graduate degrees and we're pleased with that. And we just love them to death for what they're doing and they're training our grandchildren likewise. And uh, so this is exciting to see that the program of the Lord will continue to grow and to move forward through their lives as my wife and I now wish to serve it as examples and to guide them through the maze that they find themselves in. And because Dr. Fairley has traveled the world as a pastor and formerly as a sailor in the United States Navy, he has a unique perspective about how others from different cultures receive the gospel. Dr. Fairley, can you elaborate and reflect on from your experience um, having traveled to the Holy Lands, having been to the Sinai and to Egypt, um, having been to the Far East, um, your perspective um, as far as Christians and sometimes our problem with the application of sound theology. It, it is important that um, as people of God, that we keep the, the, the cookies on the bottom shelf wherever we might go. I remember well the Bedouins uh, you might find in the Sinai Desert. Uh, there was a rule that they could travel the desert over, and there were two things that were, were required. That if they should come by to spend a few days with you, then you were required to give them lodging and food for three days, and then they could move on. Uh, so whatever uh, you may have had, you had to pass it on to them. I believe that God has not given us anything to keep for ourselves, for everything that he has given to us, he says to us, pass it on, because someone needs what you have in order to carry out the will of God on planet Earth. If there's anything greater than the will of God, I don't know what it is, uh, because uh, we did not come 
of the planet Earth to stay, only to spend 60, 70, 80 years, uh, perhaps even 90, and then we move into another world to be with the Lord eternally. So this is not the only world that God has. God has many worlds, but um, we graduate from this world to the next world, but we want to do the very best we can while on planet Earth and to teach our children likewise, as well as those we come in contact with. So that's my motivation is to uh, assist persons who might wish to have that assistance uh, with ministry so they can be as effective as possible in carrying out the will of God. Okay, thank you, Dr. Fairley. Um, as we all know, and for the listening audience, the Bible exhibits the presence of God from the creation in Genesis to the promise he made to Abraham and Moses in the wilderness, or when David slew Goliath, and in particularly during the crucifixion of Jesus, and in the final words of the last chapter of Revelation. Um, from your experiences, Dr. Fairley, can you share your view of an omnipresent God for someone that either feels alone or abandoned? Well, we know, we know one of the things, theologically speaking, that God is an omnipresent God. He's everywhere at the same time, and he's interested in the welfare of people. Yes, God loves the world over, but he also has servants whom he uses to carry that word to people so they will understand that they're not in the world alone, that there is a God and he's omnipotent, has all power in heaven and earth in his own hands, and there is nothing that God can't do. And more than anything else, he, love all of, he loves all of his people and he cares to meet their needs. However, they need a revelation of him. They need to know who he is. And so one of our responsibilities is to introduce them to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who is standing by knocking on every heart's door because he's anxious to, anxious to meet their needs and to lead and guide them in, in a way that would allow them to be productive while on planet Earth and to live a life that would be exemplary. And Dr. Fairley, for your audience, since you're such a seasoned pastor, um, and you've been doing this for over 50 years, and I know this is a difficult question, uh, but can you share with the audience, what is your favorite scripture and the reason why? My favorite scripture is, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. Which means that every life that is born on planet earth has significance. It's not that they realize that significance. Sometimes we, 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 help them to realize that through teaching and preaching the word and helping people to see how God is active in working out revelations in their own lives. Sometimes it's very difficult to see. Sometimes you can live and miss it. And so we want to make sure that as preachers and pastors, we want to make sure that they understand that God cares for them. Yes, you are loved by God even if you don't love yourself. So let's look at some things God has revealed himself so that He, so that you can know how much he loves you. He is the one who provides for us day by day. In fact, we breathe his, we breathe his air. We use his breath. He has given all of us gifts and talents that we can use for his glory. Uh, all that we are, uh, he has made us. We have to decide how we wish to use that for him and utilize that for the glory of God. 
So every person on planet Earth has significance. Sometimes they have to they have to find that their significance through the revelation of God, as Moses did in the backside of the desert. He thought he was he thought he was out there just uh, to take care of sheep, but God has something much larger in store for him. And taking care of sheep, he found out later on that he would take care of three million Israelites in the same way, taking them into the same desert, but they had to be fed, they had to be cared for, they had to be taught, and he did that for the remainder of his life. People on planet Earth, they have significance. There is no such thing as an insignificant person. They might have to come to realize that through help and assistance and revelation. But once they come to understand that God cares for them, yes, he loves them just as they are. This does not mean they don't need to grow. All of us need to grow. In fact, in the ministry, a call to the ministry is a call to growth and preparation. So I found that out early on in life that I just needed to, I needed to grow, I needed to learn, and I needed to be in the right environments so that, that could take place. And Dr. Fairley, since we have an international audience, uh, we have people that are listening from as far away as Korea, the Philippines, um, places like Uganda and Africa, um, the United Arab Emirates, um, and, and Central and South America. So as we apply the gospel in our understanding, um, can you help the audience understand that my possessions or what it is that I've owned physically is in no wise an indication of my relationship with God. God wished to reveal himself to each and every individual. And once he gives you a revelation and you find out, find out that he is not only omnipotent but omnipresent, he's everywhere at the same time, then you can go on to find out your reason for being. You're no accident, you're no coincidence. God deliberately placed you on planet Earth and where you are so that you can realize your potential. And your potential is unlimited. You just need to be able to see it, to know it, and find out the doors God has opened for you, to walk through it, and you can make a mark in the world wherever you are. So there is no such thing as an insignificant person. Every person has meaning and significance. You just need to come into relationship with God and find out what he had in mind when he made you and he had something in mind. And so, yes, you can affect, you can affect the lives of others and all those around you, wherever you might be from. You can do something to make civilization better. And uh, Dr. Fairley, the next question is a two-part question. Um, and it has to do with the current pandemic that's taking place right now, which is COVID. Um, the first question, and I'll repeat the second question right after. Um, the first is, um, with COVID being in place right now, um, can you explain to the audience or help them to understand what it is they need to do um, in the absence of um, not being able to physically go to church? And then the second piece is, um, for those that have lost family members to COVID, um, and have not had the opportunity to bid them farewell in a way that they're accustomed to, can you in some way bring some healing to their hearts and minds? I know that people across the world are hurting because they have lost loved ones. There was very little time to prepare 
for this pandemic that we are part of, but the fact that uh, um, this pandemic is universal means that God is trying to say something to all of us. So all of us at this particular juncture in life can learn how to pray and how to get a prayer through. We've always known since we've been on planet Earth that we're going to die at some point. Life is temporary. It is not permanent. We did not come here to stay, but we have come to make our marks and then leave off of planet Earth to go live with God. Uh, uh, life does not end at the grave, but life goes on. But the part of life that we can ourselves experience and keep on living, we are to give our best to those who might be weak, those who are sick, those who are outdoors. We do the very best we can to aid and assist those who might be going through this pandemic. God is the one who makes choices of life and death. And so we didn't come here to stay. We're going to live. Our lives have limited and we limited ability. So we need to just make sure that we make life count while we are here. For our loved ones who have gone to live with the Lord, we need to ask ourselves the question, did we do the best we can to add to their lives or to make their lives even longer? Or did we take away? So either we're uh, contributing to or we're taking away. Did I do the very best I could to assist this person in his or her life? That That's what matters more than anything else. God himself will de determine the other side and he's the one who set the limits to life. We didn't come here to stay. All of us are just passing through and we say this barren land, whether you have 15 years, 20 years, or 30 years or 40 years to go, let me encourage you to make them count. Give significance to those years and allow God to rule your heart and you do the very best for humanity, whether it's your folks or whether it is someone who lives next door or whatever it is, give your best in living life because that's all you have to give is what God has placed in you and he's placed something in all of us. You need to you need to determine what that is as he gives revelation to you in terms of what he wants you to do. It has nothing to do with anybody else except you and God. And it might be that you might need to steal away into some secret place and go into prayer with God, prostrate yourself before his presence and ask for his revelation so you'll know your reason for being. And Dr. Fairley, for churches across the world right now, most of them closed because of the pandemic. Um, can you tell those that are listening um, as Christians today, in the absence of being physically able to go to church, what should we be doing at this time? We should, we should, we should use this period that is now ours to engage in prayer, find a period of worshiping God each uh, and every day of our lives, and especially the, the Lord's Day. God has never ever said that Sunday is the only time for worship. We can worship any time of day, any time of night. That's all to us. That's all up to us. And um, we have forms of worship, but he's showing us that those forms that are ours can be changed. It doesn't have to be 11 o'clock on Sunday morning. It could, it could be at a different hour. It could be in a different way. And so we're finding out now that the forms are changing, but not the hearts of men. Our hearts have to also change and make adjustments so that we can worship God as we always have, perhaps 
not in the building, perhaps down by the riverside, perhaps with a congregation of people, wherever they decide they wish to meet our time. And so it doesn't necessarily mean that we have to come together to, to worship God. It may be uh, with just uh, two or three people or just with our family members. Whatever the situation might be, we need to give our best to him and be used by him. And he will set the agenda for our lives. He will tell us what we need to do. And all we have to do is follow the direction of the Holy Spirit and let him have his way in deciding how the great God of the universe should be worshipped and served. Okay. And lastly, Dr. Fairley, as a final word, um, as you customarily do in your church services, um, as well as I would present for you now, for those that are listening today um, that do not know Jesus Christ as their personal Savior, what would you share with them right now? I would share with you to get by yourself and open your heart to God and to ask God to take your life and use you according to his own will, to give you a revelation of his will for your life so that it's between you and the Lord. Find a quiet place, a quiet time where you can be alone with God and ask God to take you and use you as he pleases and that you only need a revelation from him. Lord, share your will with me and whatever your will is, that's what I want to do. And make up your mind that from that point on, you're going to grow in the fear and in the admonition of God. And whatever he puts before you, make the adjustment and move forward with your hand in his hand and with him holding your hand. Lord, I can run this race if you hold my hand. He knows exactly where he might wish you to be and what he wants you to what would he wants you to experience while on planet Earth? All of us have limited time on planet Earth. We didn't come here to stay. 60, 70, 80 years, 90 years, and we're going to be out of here. And so it might be the pandemic that might take us out or something else. But one thing we can make sure of, and that is we are in the service of the Lord. We're honoring him and we're following his direction. And someday we're going to be invited to be a part of his kingdom in heaven. And in closing, um, we would take this opportunity again, just to let Dr. Fairley know that it is both an honor and a privilege to speak with you today um, and just taking time out of your ever busy schedule to share your insight with us. And we look forward to sharing our time with you again in the future. Thank you so very, very much. It's been our light to, delight to do so. God bless you. Thank you, Dr. Fairley. You're very welcome. Thank you for listening and sharing your time with me today. I would love to hear your thoughts about this podcast. You can respond by sending an email to howarddc42 at yahoo.com or text to the phone number from which you received today's episode. For those of you that are listening to me via Spotify, you can also respond by leaving a message via the submitted second link, which is https colon backslash backslash podcasters.spotify.com backslash pod backslash show backslash 
david66634 backslash message. May God bless each and every one of you and may the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ be with you until we meet once again.